This is Alma Santa. Eric Newman. Eric Hansen. This is Ernesto Perez Carrillo. Hi, this is Glenn Case. Nick Perdomo. Nicholas Perdomo Jr. This is Jerry from Ben and Jerry's. This is Jim Young from Davidoff of Geneva. This is the Cigar Authority. The authority. Are you saying pal? On everything cigar. In. I get it. And out of the cigar industry. I know what it entails, and I'm ready to nail it. With your host. You're, you're, you're funny. David Garofalo. I'm funny how? Like I'm a clown, I amuse you? What the f***? so funny about me. Tell me. Mr. Jonathan. Damn it. Who typed a question mark on the teleprompter? For the last time, anything you put on that prompter, Burgundy will read. Barry Stein. Sportos, motorheads, geeks, bloods, wasteoids. They all adore him. They think he's a righteous dude. And Chuck Morrison. I am 35 years old, and I live in a van down by the river. It's time to light him up. It's time for the Cigar Authority. Light them up, light them up, light them up, everybody. January 24th, 2015, broadcasting live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire, under eight inches of snow so far. It's getting worse. And today we're going to talk about limited editions. All the kids are doing it, including Stephen Adib, the owner of Cuba Rica Cigars, maker of Via Havana, say Barabbas. Barabbas. And Spirit of Art, and now his limited edition Cuba Rica called Cuba Rica Limitada. That's a very I, creative name right there. There we go. I just finished up my blind tasting review for Cigar Journal, and I'm about to blow the lid off it and give you my scores before the magazine even comes out. Now, if you had said blow the cover off, you could have tied it all in with the cover of it the magazine there. that we talked it about. But you said lid. Oh, I didn't. And I wrote cover. You wrote cover. And I said, said lid. lid. Oh, I meant to do that, too. <laughs> uh, we got cigar news from Bad News Barry. Gentleman Chuck Morris is back and uh, getting ready for the Super Bowl. And Mr. Jonathan will disappoint. Welcome, As everybody, always does. to the Cigar Authority. You are listening to the Cigar Authority, the only radio show in the U.S. and, yes, the world that is always broadcast on location. Uh, this week, we are high atop the worldwide snowpocalypse. 2015 headquarters. We are the only show that doesn't just allow smoking. We insist and demand that you light up along with us. You tune in at thecigarauthority.com where you can watch this mess live or catch the podcast on demand at any time. Simply find us on iTunes or YouTube because you can set it and forget it on both. Do that. That's the way to go. It's the easiest way. Just push the button. All right. Take one down. Pass it all <sighs> around. This is the Cuba Rica Limitada. And what does this say underneath it? Edition Limited. Number one. Number one. Ah. So, so you first. buy this one, and then the next time it's going to say Edition number, number two, so you'll have both. And this will be the one when he gets years from now and he's on Edition number 23 or something. You go back you, and you go, pull oh, this I out, see. you go, bam, bam. number one. Huh? Numero uno. So, Box Press, what do we got here, Barry? All right, today's cigar is the L5, which measures at five and three quarter inches by 54. And the cigar is also available in a secondary size, the L6, which is 6.5 by 54. Each one is limited to 500 boxes of 10 count. and uh, 5,000 cigars, that's it. Yeah. It's not a lot. So get, get them. This is it. My God. We have a box press beauty featuring a black band with red foil writing and the Ecuadorian Habano wrapper. Unfortunately, not much else is known as it is a proprietary binder and fillers. The cigar is rolled in Costa Rica. And is the first limited edition from 
the company from Cuba Rica. <clears throat> now, this is a weird box press. Huh? I was just going to, I was, gonna, okay. I was noticing that you've got hard edges uh, down the bottom. Really, one hard edge on mine. I don't know what yours is. Yeah, one hard edge, and then the rest of them are softer. Hmm. But it, if you look at the foot, it clearly is completely box pressed. Yeah, I'm wondering if that's an indication that it was legit pressed in the box, as opposed to just a press somewhere. I would think it was the opposite. I was thinking this is a true press versus a soft press that some of the other companies use. No, what I mean by in the box is they actually the box that it's going to ship in. They put the cigars in kind of round, then squish and it. then mush them down into in the it box. and hold it with you know the multiple boxes right. stacked up, as opposed to just using a tray right. and pressing them. Well, remember that question because we can ask him. We're going to have Stephen Adib on. He's going to tell us about it, and um, he can tell us about it because it is a different look to it. It's it's um, like a half and half, yeah. o- almost like the oval and the box press combined. It's a pretty neat look. Feels good in my hand. I like it. It's a sheeny, nice, beautiful wrapper. And folks, when when you're going to spend sixteen dollars on a cigar, how it feels in your hand is very important. Sixteen dollars for the robusto. Yeah. Is that it, Barry? Sorry, I was addressing a technical issue, okay. so I didn't hear the sixteen uh, dollars. It's a sixteen ninety nine, and the L six is at eighteen nineteen eighteen ninety nine. Seventeen dollars. Seventeen dollars cigar. How it feels in your hand means everything. Everything means everything at that kind of price. <laughs> That's what I'm going to say anyway. So let's give it a try. We'll give it a cut. Give it a light. See, see how it tastes without even lighting it. Uh, it's time to cut our cigars. The official cutting is brought to you by our friends at Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand that, while all other cigar brands were raising prices. Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. I'm going to take a sip of my, my coffee. What do we have here for coffee? We have the Twin Engines. Now, what I was going to do at the beginning of the show is I was going to take this Twin Engines espresso, brew up some espresso, and make Cafe Americano, which yeah. is a way of being able to consume large amounts of espresso because you water it down a little bit. And I tasted the espresso, and it was so freaking good. I made us four full-size cups of espresso. It did not require any watering down. So we are cooking with gas right now. Uh, Are we cooking with gas? Yes, we are. Okay, because I got a text here that says uh, no sound, no video, uh, no chat box. There's nothing really happening. It looks good to us. Yeah, it looks good here. Looks good. As you guys can see, live. Levels right. there. We have hopefully when Stephen calls in, three viewers we'll be on. able to connect. But yeah, right. the chat room's full, but they have no video. But the uh, chat room has no video. Yep. But uh, they hear us. They do have. Some of them have audio. Some of them don't. Wow. What is going wrong? That's really weird. This is usually yeah. when Chuck is not here, but here he is, <laughs> yeah. uh, kind of deflating the show. This Chuck. is the Cuba, Rica, uh, Cuba Rica and Costa Rica, right? Yeah. Is how you titled it. Yep. Yep. Yeah. That's the hangout. Okay. So, as far as does Rudy have video and audio? Yeah, Rudy's kind of like the uh, uh, Rudy saying the no video. Okay. Hmm. Wow! 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 So, uh, well, right, we're going to keep going, and uh, we're being we're taping no matter what, right? Definitely taping. Very correct. So we'll see what what ends up happening here. So I'm going to check in the meantime to see if YouTube changed the URL, and I will address it on the fly. Hey, okay. we just a live uh, live radio show. So if it can happen, it can happen. It does. It's uh, Murphy's Law, that Murphy. You know? <clears throat> that Murphy. So did you uh, t- take a dry pull? Well, in interesting. On the, the pre-light tasting, it is cherry Kool-Aid infused raisins. So, uh, well, 
Is that you? Yeah, that means, Barry, uh, turn your radio down. Yeah, turn your radio, turn radio <laughs> down. So it is broadcasting so via YouTube. So we're broadcasting anyway, but. So uh, nothing? Cherry, huh? Cherry Kool-Aid infused. I'll give you some love. Raisins, thank you, Chuck. For the me, cream. it reminds me of the grape powder in a fun dip. Remember the fun dip as a kid with the little white stick? I'm with you on the fun dip, but not grape. That's cherry. See, what you're, you're, the grape you're picking up is the raisin. <laughs> Better late than never. So today we are using the Vertigo Yay. injector. It's a twenty-seven ninety-nine beauty. It is ergonomically shaped. I don't know if you noticed this. Ergonomics is the the art around functionality. Being able to make something so that it is not damaging if you use it long term. Like when you get those ergonomic keyboards, they're angled slightly yeah. and they're better for your wrist. They never caught on, though. This is an ergonomical lighter. Fits in the hand perfect. Quad jet. The jet changes color. And uh, this does feature the patented big-ass tank that Vertigo is known for. And big-ass window. Big-ass window, yes. Big not, not bubble all lighters window. have that. That you can see. It's awesome. All their lighters are awesome, folks. I'm so glad to have them on as an advertiser because I truly believe in the product. I think it's the best thing going out there. Faux show. Try one. See if you don't agree. $27.99. It's a $50 lighter all day long if it's anybody else. Oh, yeah. You, you know why? They are the factory. True story. They are the factory. Going it's factory not, direct. Yeah. yeah. This is the way to go. So... Very interesting um, taste profiles on this. It does feel different in your mouth, huh? Mm. With the square box end of it. <clears throat> so, uh, very I'm, good. I'm liking it. Our right. viewers are going up pretty rapidly, Barry, by the way. You, uh, did you change a link or something? Yeah, YouTube, from the initial time that we uh, posted the link to the show time, changed the URL for some odd reason. Uh-huh. So we have updated the URL, and people will be able to watch the video. And that hasn't changed the video saving? No, it hasn't changed the video saving. It's just okay. for the feed through the website, and uh, the issue is now in the process of being fixed. You All think right. they buy that? <sighs> yeah, let's, you buy it? I don't buy it. Nah, I don't buy it either. Let's stop talking about Do it. Do you have any working knowledge of this? <laughs> before one or both of us loses our mind. Yeah. This, <clears throat> remember the old days I really used to get stressed out oh, about this? Yeah. Then I took to drinking. <laughs> you just drink more coffee. Who yeah, are you kidding? Uh, so, um, Barry, last week's question um, and results. This is a new uh, thing that we're doing on the show that we're actually, <laughs> instead of uh, asking you, asking you, asking us questions, we're going to ask you questions every once in a while. Uh, maybe more than every once in a while. Maybe every single week. Um, and you'll go to thecigarauthority.com. Take you, part in our interactive poll. Interactive poll. So, uh, so last week's question was, do you prefer a long finish or short finish on your cigars? A lot of the questions that was added to that was people were saying, what the heck is a finish? A finish is the flavors that linger after the cigar is put down. See, now, I've always believed, uh, and this is probably a geography thing, but uh, that finish was someone from Finland. That would be correct, too. Okay. So we argued last week, and I believe we were in unanimous agreement, that we all preferred a short finish. Um, unfortunately, the listeners disagreed. With over oh. 600 votes casted, 
Long finish won with 71% of the vote. 71%? Yep. Wow. 71%. Want you to taste the cigar long after you've actually finished puffing it. Yes. Maybe it's because we go from one cigar to the other to the other, and we need it to end. <laughs> right? That's a very that's a good point. That's a good point. Is that part of it? But I don't care what it is. I want it to end even a, a good meal or something. You still want to stay around? Meal. Tasting after? Sex. Short, all of it. As yeah. quick as possible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just bang it out. So this, week's, so this week's question comes down to Vitola. When I review cigars on the Cigar Authority, and it seems when we smoke cigars here on the show, we tend to stick with Robustos. So Vitola is the size, size of the cigar. Yes. Well, we stick with Robusto because what a, what a waste it is if you've got the first cigar of the show and it's a Churchill and you smoke half of it, and then you're wasting that cigar. So we tend to go Robusto time-wise. Mm. So the question that we pose to the listeners is, which cigar size do you prefer? The options that I've put up on the website are Lancero, Corona, Robusto, Corona Gorda, Toro, Torpedo slash Bellicoso, Figurado, Churchill, 60 ring gauge, and 70 ring gauge. You left out only one. Which one did I leave out? 80 ring gauge. I mean, you hit every single thing on that. Yeah. (laughs) And I also left out pencil. Wouldn't a Vitola not be a Figurado? It's either a Figurado or a Vitola? Well, I look at the Figurado as, uh, say, the short Perfecto from that. Yeah, but a shaped cigar is not a Vitola. Well, it's still a size. I believe that we've had this debate before. Like a Salomon would fall under Figurado. Vitola is shape. It's what is the shape of the cigar. Figurado is a shape that would fall under the category of Vitola. I believe you and Craig, Cigar Craig, had this debate already, and he kicked your rear end. A Vitola, I thought, is a... Straight-shaped cigar is a Vitola. And a Figurado is a every Figurado, including a Torpedo, mm. becomes a Figurado. So you have two choices, a Vitola or a Figurado. I believe, if, and maybe it's, maybe it's so wrong that it's become part of the cigar smoker's <laughs> lexicon, which it happens. So yeah. now yeah. everyone is referring to shape and size as Vitola. What is your favorite Vitola? What is your favorite shape or size? Then why don't we just call it shape or size? Well, then the, it's not it's quite point. as sexy. That's what I said on the poll. Which size do you prefer? Yeah. So, but do do we know if Vitola is a straight cigar? What is the definition of Vitola? Well, I just looked up the definition, the translation for Vitola. Yeah. And actually, the translation is banned. Banned. Yeah. If you use Spanish to English dictionary on Google, right, so you type sh- in Vitola, it comes up banned. Well, right, so then, we're all messed up. Then yes. it's completely wrong. Yep. <laughs> but um, huh. so it's more of a, a, a straight shaped cigar is a Parejo. Parejo. Yeah, where a size Here is a Vitola. So a Parejo or a Figurado. There we go. There's where the thing is. Okay, so you See, got. See, so even you learned something. There we go. <laughs> it, which is right. You, you, so you got a Parejo. Which is all straight cigars. Would this be a Parejo? I would go with this. This is, is a Parejo. This is a Parejo. And then you have Figurados, which a Figurado can be a Torpedo. It can be a Bellicoso. It can be yeah. a Pyramid. Uh, any shape of a cigar um, other than straight. Parejo. And the other one, the word you were saying? Figurado. Um, <laughs> Vitola. Vitola. We're going we're to scrap the word Vitola because that would be the band. Maybe. No. Well, band, it, basically it would be the sizes. No, I think band it might be the sizes. brand. 
a Vitola would be the brand? Not the brand. That would be, you know, you're, you're looking at, you're going to go print bands. What's the Vitola? What's the ring gauge? The, how, how big does the band have to what be? Vitola. The Google definition for Vitola is the unique measurement of a cigar. Which is what I was just saying. Okay. So it would be a robust. Basically, I am Google. Yeah? Just, just to let you guys know. All right. So this week's question is what size do you like best? All right, David, you're up first. What size do you like best? Uh, I like a Toro because it's the, betwe- it's the one in between. So yeah. it's, it's a good judgment between all the different sizes all in right. between. Now, that was my answer because I have two answers. That's okay. my answer as a buyer. But what's your answer as a cigar smoker? Because take the evaluating cigars out altogether. You're going to smoke a cigar, a cigar you know you like. As a cigar like. smoker or a cigar, um, if I got to go through a whole bunch of cigars, which I have done with the Cigar Journal, I would rather the Robusto because it was kind of painful. You know, I want to uh, get to it robust all at once, right? Give me the flavors all at once just so I can get on with this thing. But as a cigar smoker, I think I want the Toro. All right. So now as a buyer, I want the Toro because that gives me a good cross-section of the brand. I can get the Robusto in two inches. And I have an understanding of where the Churchill is going to be for the most part, uh, unless it's a, a brand like, let's say, Garofalo, which you're a pain in the neck on this one, where the torpedo is two, in, uh, two ring gauge thicker, four ring gauge thicker. It's not a good representation smoking the Toro per se. You're going to end up smoking both. But as a cigar smoker, I like Corona. Yeah. I see a lot of the cigar manufacturers themselves, and this is where a problem actually comes in. That that's what they like, too, and that's what they're tasting and testing over and over and over. And then when it comes to retail, sending it out to stores and then the stores selling it out to people, it's Robusto and Toro that are the biggest seller, and they've actually blended the cigar to the Corona, which nobody is buying. So hey, you listen. have a dynamite taste in Corona that nobody buys. So you, if I was to be the blender, I would say blend it to the Toro. Yeah. And then it's going to be a little robust when it comes to the Robusto. <laughs> and it's going to be a little more milder when it comes to the Churchill or the, or the Gordo. Um, and then you go from there. But, again, I'm not really a blender, um, although I play one on TV. For me, I used to smoke Lanceros exclusively. Yeah. But I got tired of the ash falling on my shirt and burning a hole in my shirt. Um, so I've switched over to a Corona Gorda as late as my go-to size. Yeah. What is the difference between Corona Gorda and Corona? Gorda bigger. 44 versus 47. A Corona is like 5 by 44. A Corona is like 6 by 47. Wouldn't so that a, a be thin, a... Thin Robusto. Yeah, thin, 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 thin Toro. Thin Toro. Short Churchill. Another one that doesn't sell. Yeah. Yeah. I, I you can't just do it one time. You can't just be a guy who's just going to have fun. You're just going to be like, listen, I want to – because I know you like you like Corona. You like to smoke a Corona. I do. So but why, that's can't you just say, why can't you just say, you know what, screw Two Guys Smoke Shop for this one segment. I'm going to just be a cigar smoker. I'm going to smoke what I like, which is really 30 the years Corona. I've been, I've been in retail for 30 years. I, Shut what, it off. What did I do 31 <laughs> years ago? I smoked Churchill's. Thirty-one years ago, that was going to be my get, my answer. If it's oh really, if it's a cigar that I really love, uh, Byron or or a Padron or you know just go, I want the give me the Churchill all day long. So the the more the better, right? Absolutely, yeah. But not a big thick ring gauge. The more the better. No, no, no. Yeah. 
So That's kind of a wide variety of answers right there. Yeah. yeah. So we've accomplished nothing. What we want is the answer <laughs> from you, the listener. We want to know what you think. Last week you said that uh, you like a long finish. You want the cigar to linger after you've actually smoked the cigar. Uh, I disagree, but I, I can't disagree that that's what you think. That's what you think, as wrong as it is. <laughs> All right, it's time for this classic day in classic history, brought to you by Classic Cigars. You've heard of epic rap battles. <laughs> Now it's time for the epic battle. Wow. It's kind of intimidating to be in the presence of so many great athletes. For this day. Tell anyone about this, I'll kill you. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. In classic history. Here's looking at you, kid. Brought to you by Classic Cigars. Nervous? Yes. All classic cigars are handmade and imported from the Dominican Republic, and every cigar is priced under, get this, under $3 per cigar. You like that, baby? Let him know where I came from, yeah! Choose any blend, including. The Classic Connecticut for its mild and smooth taste. The Classic Maduro for its bold and spicy flavor. Or the Classic Cuban for its sweet, sun-grown and nutty overtones. That's undertones, you idiot. Whichever classic you choose, it's a classic cigar. Available at TwoGuysCigars.com. That's TwoGuysCigars.com. Celebrate today with a classic cigar. I love that part where you uh, contradict yourself. You call yourself out on it That's undertones, you idiot That's actually him talking to himself (laughs) Which if you hang around with him long enough You see it all the time It happens for real Okay, today is January 24th And uh, today's birth dates uh, I'm going to take it down to only three today And you'll see why later on Why would you let somebody do that to you? (laughs) You'll see later on Today is the birthday of Ernest Borgnine John Belushi and Neil Diamond Okay, so that's just a little heads up for you right now So uh, we're going to go first to Mr. Jonathan Mr. Jonathan, TV actor, Oscar winner Ernest Borgnine Burly star of the film Marty And a series of McHale's Navy who was awarded a Screen Actors Guild Achievement Award in 2011. He died in 2012, but he was born today. What year was Ernest Borgnine born? 1909. Did you write it down? Yes, he did. 1909. Uh, Barry, what do you got? 1905. 1905. 1920, Dave. 1920 is a little over. Mr. Jonathan will take it. Yes, I will. 1917. Mr. Jonathan gets it. Okay, this is going out to Barry Stein. Barry, mm-hmm. movie star, John Belushi, Saturday Night Live cast member in the Blues Brothers Comedian who received uh, a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Three out of four movies starred with Dan Aykroyd. The exception was the cult comedy Animal House. He died when he mixed cocaine with heroin. Bad mixture. 1982. That's when he died. But he was actually born today. What year was John Belushi born? 1947. 1947. Chuck? 1951. 1951? See, I, I think they're both over. I'm going 1941. 1941 is too much. You're very close again, yeah. a little over. And that will go to Barry Stein at 1949. Nice job, Barry guys. Stein. Barron's. Chuck used to be the star at this, and uh, I don't know what has happened. We're He's down to one last question. We have, we have, a, we have a one-to-one right now, but today is Neil Diamond's birthday. Neil Diamond considered bum, bum, to be the bum. third most successful adult contemporary artist in history by Billboard Charts for hits like Kentucky Woman, America, and Sweet Caroline. You know it if you're a Boston Red Sox fan. Uh, Solidarity Man, and If You Knew What I Mean. 
and he sold over 125 million records. He's born today, Neil Diamond. What year was he born? I have 1940. 1940. And Mr. Jonathan? 1949. 1949. And Barry? Sorry, Chuck, but I actually wrote it down, 1941. For two points. For two points, Barry. Three to one to zero. And the winner is Barry Stein. He continues his reign of terror here. Barry Stein, the winner of uh, this day in classic history. Brought to you by Classic Cigars. Whichever classic cigar you choose. Cigars for about $3. They're available at twoguyscigars.com. That's twoguyscigars.com. Celebrate today with a classic cigar. And if it's your birthday, come into any Two Guys Smoke Shop location. That's Salem, Seabrook, and National New Hampshire on your birthday. And they will be happy to cut light a free happy birthday cigar just for you. Just for you. Just for you. So uh, I, I, I wrapped that up pretty damn quick for hey. a reason. Didn't I? You did. You did. Okay. Uh, Mr. Jonathan, you got a, a mailbag here? Do you want to read that mailbag Stevie? or do you want to do the mail. one that we labeled as number one? Uh, let's do that mailbag. Okay. Calling an audible. All right. The following was submitted through the Contact Us page of the CigarAuthority.com. Paul like writes. five pages long. It is. It's... I've been listening to your <laughs> podcast since I picked up my iPhone 6 just after Christmas and have enjoyed listening. So he's only been listening for two weeks. Just a quick <laughs> critique. Uh, then he goes on for two pages. Yeah. <laughs> so let's, do the, let's certainly do the long, the short version of this uh, mess. And I actually almost drove off the road, and I wasn't even driving in my car. Uh, so Paul writes, dump the birthday segment. Ah! My car wants to drive off the road because it's so bored. I had a cigar blog for... Paul, not as bored as it was reading your letter. <laughs> <laughs> it was long. That's a little Can't harsh. That's a little harsh, okay. but it was long. Uh, I had a cigar blog for five years, probably not the, one of the most popular ones, but it averaged 200 hits a day. I shut it down about two years ago. Blah, blah, blah. Nobody blah. likes a quitter, Paul. Then, but he wants me to quit. He wants I feel me to like, quit my segment here. I feel like I could write a novel. Yes, you, uh, you, you, you did. Can. I think you yeah. did. <laughs> you did. And uh, I wanted to just touch on a few things I've seen over the years. Uh, man, Paul, you can write. Yeah, yeah. So we yeah. got we got a whole bunch of it. I'm, I'm just busting your chops here, Paul. <laughs> Thank, Thank you, you very much for writing in. Thank you. Uh, and you know what? Listen, very I'm, informative. I'm, I listen to you, and I cut it down to a shorter segment. If it if it's um, if it bothers you, then uh, it's all about you. And we're going to cut it down and make it a little quicker, and maybe it was less uh, painful and more entertaining. I don't know. Uh, but uh, I just thought I'd well, make it let's sure. face it. That's my Paul favorite is, segment of the show. Paul is really? listening to yeah. our show. He's obviously not in this for entertainment. Right. Obviously. Okay. That music means we're going to a break. When we come back, Stephen Adib from Cuba Rica joins us to talk about his first limited edition cigars and all his brands. What is the difference about this Cuba Rica? We'll ask him. We'll find that information. And why was his company built in Costa Rica. We'll talk about that. It's Costa Rica, the next big country that makes now the best cigars in the world. We're going to see. We're going to ask him. We're live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Radio Network.
Okay, people, we've just been awarded the Brickhouse Ad Account. Now, this cigar was named Best Bargain Cigar of 2009 by Cigar Aficionado, got a 91 rating, plus it's the hottest cigar on the market. So, we need an award-winning slogan. He's a brick. How? What about, it's not your grandfather's cigar? Ah, it's been done. Next? How about good to the last draw? Ah, something original, people. You deserve a brick today? <laughs> Who are you? Do you even work here? Excuse me, sir. Am I to understand that every Brickhouse cigar is built with all the flavor and quality of the premium cigars of yesteryear? Yesteryear? Really? That's right, Bixby. But yeah, it costs around five bucks each. Indeed. Well, sir, people don't really need a slogan. They don't? No, sir. Then what do they need? Five bucks and a comfortable chair. Five bucks and a comfortable chair. Genius! <laughs> Meet the perfect cigar to share with friends. Brickhouse by J.C. Newman. Handmade in Nicaragua with a fine Havana Subido wrapper. Brickhouse starts out earthy and crisp and burns well-rounded and smooth. Nothing stands the test of a good time like a Brickhouse. For more, visit BrickhouseCigars.com. When you light a Davidoff cigar, you set aglow the richest tradition of cigar making in the world. You release craftsmanship achieved by our investment in that most precious of commodities, time. The time it takes to create a Davidoff cigar as it passes through 600 hands before it arrives in yours. The time it takes to age and mature the tobacco which fills a Davidoff cigar, sometimes as much as 10 years. The time it takes to hand-pick, hand-roll, and then carefully hand-check each individual cigar before it is fit to wear the legendary Davidoff white band. In every second of enjoyment, there are decades of experience. In every way, it is time beautifully filled. Cigar smokers, how about if we go over a few cigar store sounds? Can you guess what this is? Think you got it? Okay. Do you know what this is? Now for the cigar. What do you think of this cigar? I'm lighting up a Lagiana Havana cigar. The Lagiana Havana natural cigars are, oh yeah, so smooth. And oh yeah, the Maduro version is a bit beefed up. But oh yeah. They're delicious, too. When asked what my favorite cigar is, I always say, it's La Giana Havana. Oh, yeah. Walking in, you're greeted with the aroma of friendship. You move to the humidor and reach into the Hallmark molded steel box, retrieving the only cigar worthy of such elegant protection. Your cut is meticulous. The light, easy and full. Your taste buds are immediately inundated with a barrage of wood and rare spice flavors, all finished with a trademark plume of smoke. Moscow City Series from Hammer and Sickle. Live well. This is John Hart from True Estate, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. And we're back, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority, a weekly broadcast about cigars and the nonsense that surround them. Everyone's always talking about cigars from Nicaragua, cigars from the Dominican Republic, but our guest today thinks Costa Rica's got it going on. He thinks it, and uh, right now is joining us from sunny California, the owner and founder of Cuba Rica Cigars, Stephen Adib. Stephen, are you there? 
Yeah, I'm here, Dave. How you doing, my friend? Beautiful, beautiful. Thank you for uh, for joining us. We have fired up the Cuba Rica Limitada, the first edition of a limited release you put out. Outstanding. The first question I have for you is, one: as we, uh, we're looking at the cigar, we see a strong box press on the back end of it and kind of a softer box press on the front. Was this meant to be? Um, yes. I wanted it kind of a little different than... Uh than uh, uh, the normal, you know, they're either soft all around or, uh, you know, hard all the way around. So I wanted to kind of do it different on that one. So, yes, it was. You are the guy that does the stuff different, that's for sure. You've been in this industry for a long time. Those that don't don't know of you, how many years you have in this industry right now? Uh, 20, 20 some odd, uh, 20, 20 plus. <laughs> yes, at least 20-plus. Uh, so you know what you're doing, and you're definitely uh, doing some new and exciting stuff. You had your choices of everywhere to, to make cigars. Uh, Dominican Republic, where most people went uh, from the early days, Honduras. Uh, right now, it seems the hotbed becomes Nicaragua, and you come out, you launch your brand, Cuba Rica, and it's all about Costa Rica. Why Costa Rica? Well, you know, as, uh, as I always kind of uh, put it out there, uh, uh, people, people always ask me that question, and I'm like, uh, I'm not a, I'm not a rocket scientist. The uh, only thing about it is that uh, uh, in Nicaragua, I would uh, uh, literally be an amoeba in the ocean versus being a big fish in a pond. Ah, okay. So I, so it all, it's all about, it's all about uh, uh, how you can access great tobacco and. Uh, uh, fortunately, I'm blessed in that aspect. Being a being a small guy, as you know, you've been in this business uh, 30 years, Dave. Uh, you you know it's uh, that is the ultimate challenge uh, is to attain grade tobacco. Um, so, so it's not so necessarily it's not necessarily for Costa Rican tobacco is why you're there. You're getting tobacco from all around the world, right? Correct. Absolutely. And do you, do you feel that getting that sourcing tobacco, if you were located in Nicaragua, would be that much more difficult? Or is it just that there's so many players in Nicaragua that they're chewing up the tobacco supply? That, that, that's, that's, uh, that's exactly right, my friend. That's what it is. They're chewing it all up. I mean, I believe that uh, even, the, even the bigger guys that uh, have, a, have a very respectful and uh, large chunk of the market share – still struggle in that aspect. I mean, there is only so much uh, of that great raw material, and uh, there's, there is a lot more demand out there. Now, what that, we hear all the time is that Costa Rica has the highest-paid rollers and therefore are the happiest, and they make the best cigars when it comes to construction. Does that come into play at all with Cuba Rica? Absolutely. And uh, what, what comes to play is also the fact that uh, – uh, in in my case, uh, the rollers are limited to 200 cigars a day, and uh, basically, as you're familiar with draw test machines, where yep. before the wrapper actually goes on the cigar, uh, the cigar goes in the draw test machine to see if it's either tight or loose. Uh, most people smoking my product uh, see that. Uh, you know, they draw effortless. I don't use any draw test machine in any of my product. Well, it's the one I'm having here is drawing perfect. Yeah. Uh, but 200 com- compared to three to 350, which is what I see in most other factories. Is that Correct. right? Yeah. So yes. uh, go slow, take your time, and make it perfect. 
Correct. So if you do that, if they, I believe as a pair, if they can, you know, it's uh, it's comfortably possible humanly to, to do a couple of hundred a day. Once you get into the threes, 350, <laughs> in some cases, some places do 400. A day. Yeah. Uh, you know, where that, that's where you get those uh, factory selects and seconds that you kind of see on uh, a lot of these uh, larger... Uh, online-based companies that, that sell them, you know? Yeah, this is this is definitely not that type of cigar. Uh, the price is up there. I know uh, a lot of people end up getting gun-shy when they look at a new cigar, uh, price like that. Um, but there's years and years of Stephen Adib in this. Believe me, there's not there's a reason for it, and when you smoke the cigar, you're going to see it. So this is the Cuba Rica Limitada Edition 1. Uh, tell us about the cigar. Um, the cigar is actually a, uh, uh, what I will say that it is a mod. It has tobacco from five different countries. The wrapper is, of course, you can see a very high grade, uh, Ecuadorian Habano wrapper. Beautiful. Um, and, uh, and in, in actuality of this whole, uh, limitada with the different editions, uh, in this particular case, as I've uh, said before, with this uh, edition one, um, there is actually a couple of leaves in that cigar that uh, uh, I don't have access to uh, more than uh, I had access to maybe around 11 and 11 and a half thousand cigars. So even if I did want to duplicate this cigar, uh, I wouldn't be able to. Yeah. Uh, so so that's uh, uh, it just got the cream of the crop and. Uh, Obviously, yes, it is. Uh, it's got a different price structure as uh, versus the core line, but it's also accordingly costing Cuba uh, Rica a lot more to produce this, based on getting that uh, creme de la creme tobacco that was just limited as a as a batch. Stephen Barry Stein here. I know you don't want to disclose the blend, uh, but I'm kind of tasting some Peruvian Pelo de Oro in the in the cigar. I was curious if you could just let me know if I'm give us a wing. off my rocker <laughs> or uh, my taste is that good or yeah, Barry, Barry, you're pretty good actually. You know what? Uh, uh, you guys are dear friends. Actually, one of the leaves is the Pelo de Oro uh, Peru. Look at right. you, Barry. Yeah, we won't. We won't. We won't uh, We're not going to push any. Harder. Yeah, we won't push any harder. I on appreciate it. that, now, Stephen. A lot of companies will use limited editions, unfortunately, to just wash tobacco that they have extra of. Uh, this is not the case in your case because you are specifically buying lots of tobacco to make the blends that you're making. Is that correct? Correct. Yeah, and that uh, is different. In, in, in this case, it's not. In this case, it was just basically uh, I put this batch together. Obviously, you know, the Ecuadorian wrapper, uh, one of the one of the fillers being the Pelo de Oro, uh, uh, and, uh, and also... Uh, uh, there, uh, uh, another one, th- uh, basically, uh, uh, two other, two other ones that are the actual, uh, limited batch that we had that we didn't have any more of that tobacco in order to produce, uh, more, more than 10,000 cause it's the goal, uh, right. 10,000 sticks and then it's done. So, so yeah, this was completely, completely different. It's not like an overrun of something. If that's gotcha. what you're- yeah. Yeah. That I just, that, that's what I was asking. 
Yeah. So you, you've been in the business a long time, but your company is, is fairly new. Uh, I, I consider you a top rising star in the industry, especially of some of the things you put out lately. Uh, my favorite being um, the spirit of art. Tell us about that. Well, the spirit of art is uh, truly, uh, uh, truly the jewel. And I mean, uh, personally speaking, it is... Uh, I've really attached the word masterpiece to that because uh, it really is, uh, it's a very, very challenging cigar to make. Uh, reason being is that uh, uh, if you talk to any of the great maestros in, in, in the world of cigar making, they will all uh, concur that uh, uh, to, to uh, be able to produce a cigar that has delicate notes, uh, it's a lot more challenging. Than, than to make a fuller body smoke uh, or at least a medium plus uh, because at the end of the day, there are some things you can hide in there with those spices and the peppers and, and etc. cetera. So, uh, uh, but to consistently uh, attain that selection of tobacco, of uh, how that... Uh, uh, tobacco is all, uh, you know, shade sorted uh, to make sure that has that consistency. It is, uh, it's quite a challenge. And, uh, but it was fitting of uh, the person that uh, I've kind of uh, made this cigar in honor of, who was a uh, tell us a little bit about a our friend and a brother and, and a former colleague, and uh, he passed away. I'm sorry. I said, yeah, please, please elaborate a little bit. Tell us about Art, who he was, and uh, what, that he was the brainchild behind the cigar. Yes, Art was a uh, dear friend, a brother, uh, everything someone would uh, love to have in their life, uh, uh, a great human being, and, a, and also uh, a great heart. He, had, uh, he was definitely a philanthropist. He helped a lot of people. And, uh, and, uh, we were, uh, we were in business together, uh, early in the days in wholesale, uh, and, uh, of cigars in general. And, uh, we also used to have a, a cigar bar together in San Diego's gas lamp district, uh, which is the, uh, really the nightlife and, uh, where all the action and, uh, and the city kind of takes place of the hotels and so on. And we used to have a place during the boom. It was actually the first full liquor cigar bar kind of thing. Yeah. And, uh, and so, uh, unfortunately, um, uh, in, uh, uh, late, uh, 2010, he was, uh, uh, diagnosed with cancer and, uh, and, uh, he, uh, Lost his battles with it in January of 2012, and uh, uh, I wanted to at the age of at the tender age of 49. Yeah. So uh, um, I wanted to do something in his honor immediately. As we were kind of in the middle of all that, I made made a mention of that to his son and uh, his wife, and uh, and they were and uh, his brothers and. Uh, uh, I basically worked uh, a couple of years on this thing until in uh, 
I believe it was last September when this stuff came out. Yes. I, I, I met his brother. I, I had the pleasure of meeting his brother, uh, in, who, who seems like a great, great person. Uh, and and uh, you can see if, if uh, Art was anything like his brother, that they're, they're good people. And for you to uh, honor them to do su- such a thing, I was lucky enough to uh, share on the early parts of the tasting of Spirit of Art and, uh, you know, I, I was the one that was pushing you, you know, racing you to put this cigar out because I thought it was so great. It is so great. Um, again, uh, I urge everybody to give these cigars a try. This is a milder cigar, but uh, I have had uh, some big manufacturers with me after hours. Um, and, they, you know, I said, what do you want to smoke? Uh, typically in front of other people, they don't smoke anything but their own cigars. Right. But after hours and stuff, they're, they're really interested in what do I like and uh, they want to try something. And I'll tell you, uh, everyone, um, we're talking about big manufacturers. These are top, top people have smoked that cigar and said this is a remarkable, remarkable cigar. It certainly is. And Stephen alluded to a little bit Thank you. that being able to blend a mild cigar is so difficult because there is no hiding. There's no masking. You have to have tobacco that each leaf can stand on its own and present a flavor, but that flavor must be very subtle. Otherwise, it gets it, 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 you'll lose the flavor of your wrapper. So of, of the rest, you're, yeah. you're you're blending and constantly trying to tweak and get those flavors to come out without overpowering your wrapper. And I have to say, Stephen, you did a home run with that one. Absolutely. Thank you very much. Sir. Thank so, you. And I also wanted to add it furthermore. In, in this aspect that there is a, a philanthropic uh, 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 attachment to the to this to this cigar with the sale of every stick a portion goes to uh, uh, is go, uh, goes to St. Jude's research uh, clinic uh, and a portion is gonna go to uh, his widow and his kids which in turn his widow wants uh, to put uh, to have that in uh, in a foundation, basically going to uh, uh, different uh, different stuff uh, of of sort. Yeah, very so, nice. Uh, uh, there is there is also that I wanted that uh, uh, not that uh, not that his family financially needed that, but it was uh, just something I wanted to do as. Uh, uh, in his honor. Well, what a tribute. What a tribute. So we're talking about you can't hide or max the flavor because the cigar is so um, mild and smooth. It can't, it can't uh, uh, anything can't be covered up. Let's go to another degree of a cigar, and that's your Testarossa cigar, which is uh, on the other extreme. Uh, tell us about that. Well, Testarossa was intended to be a, uh, uh, a cigar that was going to... Uh, you know, knock you off your feet, but at the same time also possess uh, that complexity in flavor. Uh, that is, uh, I think, you know, uh, as anyone who makes cigars, they would have to definitely give most of the credit to the the curing and the fermenting factor in, uh, of, of the tobaccos, because without that, you can't have a cigar even if you're the most amazing blender yeah but uh the blending uh, playing let's say a uh, uh in my opinion uh, at least a 10 percent part in the in the in the picture uh, i've always strived to make cigars for whether from the mildest aspect uh to the most full body to have that balance so 
you're not going either with something that is very bland or something that is uh, basically a freight train uh, coming and knocking you out. So nothing that is one-dimensional. So that was really the intention with Testarossa. But Testarossa has three leaves of Lijero in it. Um, and uh, that was really my intention uh, with Testarossa. But Testarossa basically means redhead in Italian. And that's where the whole uh, design of the footband uh, uh, kind of comes in as like the burning redhead. And yes. then uh, moving along, you've got... Uh Three no- regular line blends of Via Havana, but really five because you have two of the Dolce's. Uh, oh, I want right. to kind of go through that. There's some subtle differences between the different blends, or is it just the wrapper that's different? No, they are. They are. They are different uh, in blends. There are actually uh, uh, four out of the five are completely different. The Connecticut, the Corojo, and the Maduro blends are are all very different with each other. Uh, the only one that is uh, that are the same are the Maduro and the Maduro Dolce. That's because that wrapper naturally had uh, sweet undertones. Yeah. And so when I uh, uh, put that uh, concoction on 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 the first uh, inch of the cigar, that brown sugar, organic honey. Uh, uh, Sweet tip uh, flavoring on yeah. it, yeah. Uh, uh, it it uh, it kind of just worked. It complemented it well. Yet it kind of changes the cigar, which is kind of the irony with it. But it is, you know, I'm not. I'll be honest with people out there. It is the same Maduro, uh, which is also. Uh, uh, kind of, in a way, a problem child cigar of mine because I laid down that Maduro for a year in the aging room before I released it. Uh, an average cigar sits in about 60 days. Yeah. Uh, in the case of my Connecticut and Corojos in the Via Havana, I lay them down around 110, 120 days. I like a little extra lay down on them. Yeah. But in the case of the Maduro, they get down, so that's a cigar that I made the most of all the time to be able to keep that circle rolling. Now, what I find interesting as a, a guy who sells cigars is you got the hardcore Maduro smoker, and he sneaks over into the uh, flavored case, and he reaches in and he grabs a handful, along with his regular box of Via Havana Maduro, he'll grab five or six of the Dolce ones, and I'll give him a hard time. What are you doing over there? <laughs> well, I like it. It's a little. It's a little different. I like this as my morning smoke. It's the little or, dessert. Or, or a dessert smoke. I find it to be fascinating that hardcore cigar smoking guys are smoking these sweet tip cigars of yours because unlike some of the cigars in that case that are just low primings because they're going to flavor the cigar, yours are not flavored. It's just a little sweet tipped. And the, the sweetness goes away halfway through the cigar. It doesn't. It doesn't linger. Uh, it's it's all natural components used for the sweetening. You know, let me add to that. And it's funny. Uh, the Seabrook store. We we all sit around together in, in in circle in that Seabrook store, and 
uh, so many times I've, I've sat there and there'll be three different people and one could be smoking the, the Connecticut, one's the Corojo, one's the Maduro, and the argument begins which one is better. It's, it's an argument not of is the cigar good, it's which one is better. Yeah, which one's the winner. Yeah, which one's the winner. And, uh, you know, I'm a Connecticut guy, but I end up going to the Corojo to it. Corojo's m- delicious. Yeah, more than not. And it, it's uh, they're very unique uh, that I don't think there's another brand that, that I, uh, I do that with that I uh, – you know, have that com- problem with which which one do I like best? Right. Now let's let's wrap things up, Stephen, with Barabbas. Available only in thirty three retail locations. There are only thirty three humidors. Each humidor only holds thirty three cigars. Go. <laughs> well, Barabbas Barabbas happened actually with uh, um, uh, two of my uh, former colleagues. Uh, uh, we're sitting down one day lounging uh, in my uh, man cave, having a cigar, and uh, I was kind of getting philosophical, and we we're talking about different uh, things and history and everything, and uh, and uh, both uh, Derek and Woody, which uh, you're uh, sure. both familiar with, you guys know and met, uh, yeah. kind of look at each other and are like, you, you need to make a cigar called Barabbas. And the whole thing kind of came from there. And uh, uh, basically looking at the ties and as kind of, uh, I, I had kind of gone into this whole spiel on it on how people kind of knew the guy as a figure that, uh, uh, that uh, was kind of freed up there with Christ. Uh, but there was more to it that he actually, for those believers, of course, he went up and actually died. Uh, he was crucified as a Christian, uh, which kind of the story doesn't get to to that. Most people kind of don't know that side of it. Well, and the ba- so, the backstory is that Pontius Pilate offered up the, to the Jews that they could take Jesus or they could have this guy Barabbas, who was right. a robber and a thief, and they were both up to be crucified. The entire crowd yells, "Give us Barabbas!" And right. you're saying that that's typically where the story ends. Uh, but later on, he's so taken by the fact that Christ saved his life that he offers his life up for one of the disciples later on in his life. Uh, right. So goes the legacy of Barabbas. And you've got the cigar that is a little bit of a tie between the two. 33 cigars. Jesus was 33 when he was crucified. Right. And so you've kind of tied in both themes there. Uh, Correct. Now, are you particularly religious, or do you just consider yourself very spiritual? No, I'm. I'm, pro, I'm spiritual. I'm not religious. Gotcha. I, I, I uh, have a lot of respect for all religions. I like to keep myself. Uh, I, I went to Catholic school, and in call, and uh, for whatever time I spend in community college, uh, I did take courses in theology and that you know the different kinds of philosophy. So I do enjoy kind of keeping myself educated on that stuff but uh no i'm not i mean uh my background is i was uh uh, i was raised catholic but uh i don't consider myself a fanatical catholic or or for for that matter practice uh, all uh uh all of catholicism's rituals uh uh so to the uh so to the fullest extent. extent. Stephen, so, we're going to be wrapping yes. things up here. So if you could, uh, if you have anything new coming out that you'd like to give us the scoop on, we do love a scoop. 
Um, all I will say is that I'm going to have something uh, come. Uh, I have something in the pipeline that for those who, uh, uh, you know, enjoy, obviously, uh, want kind of the best of both worlds in a great, in, in a good to a great cigar, but also uh, want the most uh, of the bang for their buck. I've got something like that coming, which is going to really surprise a lot of people. Do you got a name All that we can uh, think about here? Do you have a name? Or is, is the project named? Um, yes, I have named it. I will uh, go ahead and uh, for the first time... Uh, Spill this. No one's uh, actually. There we go. This has been all in my head, but I will go ahead. It is going to be under Kubarika, and it's going to be called Kubarika TLD. It's going to basically be the Ackermans TLD, standing for Todos los Dias. Los Dias. Todos Todos los los Dias, meaning every day. So it's going to be the everyday, kind of the everyday cigar that those hardcore guys can come and scoop. All right. Beautiful. Love it. Thank Steve you so much. Steve and Ajib, great stuff coming out. This is the Limitada. Get them while you can. Cuba Rica Limitada. This is the first of many, right? If you came out with a number one, we can expect a number two someday? Uh, number two, uh, they'd be looking for it at your places uh, in uh, probably around like uh, – uh, Father's Day kind of. Oh, okay. Come, coming soon. Great. Great. Thank you so much for uh, calling us all the way from California. And I, I know thank it's early you, there, gentlemen. 9 a.m., but thank you, thank you for joining us, uh, and I'll talk to you soon. Absolutely. Look forward to it. Thank you, gentlemen. Thank you, Thanks, Stephen. It was a pleasure. Thank you. We're going to take thank a break, everybody. And uh, when we come back, I am reviewing for Cigar Journal. And uh, I'm going to blow the cover off of uh, my scores and give you that information before. I don't think you can do that. I'm going to do it before this magazine comes out. I think that part of being a blind taster is you are to keep the information to yourself. They did not not ask that. So I am going to give you. Did you review the paperwork? I did. I did. And it doesn't say anything about you can't say what it is. It will say it next time, I'm sure. (laughs) But it doesn't say it this time. So I'm going with it. Also, our gentleman Chuck Morrison will be getting debonair and Tell us about his deflated ball. Hey, no, that's not very debonair. And how it got him to the Cialis. Super Bowl next week. Oh, boy. Uh, we got cigar news from Bad News Barry. We have news from the asylum. Old Fart Freddy is back, and he's going to be more debonair this, year, this time. Uh, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> and lots more. We're live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in snowy Salem, New Hampshire, and you are listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Radio Network. Hey, listen, and when you're smoking your Cuba Rica Limitada, we've got a story from Larry Thomas about this. Larry, always remember, keep the lid end out of your mouth. You look before you put. That's the key right there. We'll be back with our number two right here on the United Cigar Radio Network. Old cigars like a good story. Perfectly crafted throughout, and you never want it to end. 
ticket from Rob Weiss, member of Camacho's Board of the Bold and the creator of the award-winning TV series Entourage. The Camacho Corojo is hand-built from authentic Corojo seeds, built for the expert palate and fine-tuned for maximum flavor impact, consistency, and quality. In a world where the success of a cigar brand is recognized by its flavor, comes two that go head-to-head. One man smoking two cigars at the same time. Two rappers united in name, but separated by taste. One cigar known as the natural. The natural is no lightweight. It boasts full flavor and taste. The United Cigar Natural. Now comes the Maduro. Darker and even more bolder. With in-your-face flavor. United Cigar. Nothing could prepare you for what awaits you in the box. Both box-pressed. Both 65 million years in the making. Uh, that may be wrong. Well, I'm going with it anyway. Action, adventure, and bromance. That's right. Bromance. United Cigar. Available in natural or Maduro. Available only at appointed United Cigar retailer shops nationwide. Rated D for delicious. Under 18, not admitted even with a parent. United Cigars. You don't have to choose. Smoke them both. Founded in 1989 by Mariana and Nestor Miranda, Miami Cigar & Company proudly celebrates their 25th anniversary with the release of their flagship brand, the Nestor Miranda Collection. Made in Esteli, Nicaragua by Don Pepin Garcia, the collection is available in three distinct wrappers aimed to please even the toughest critic. Nestor Miranda Collection. You only get one life. How will you live yours? This is Jonathan Carney with the Florida Vancana. I'm J.R. Dominguez. This is John Hart. This is Victor Vitale. Hi, this is Pete Johnson. Steve Saka. Hi, this is Phil Zangi. This is a little bit of shake. Is the Cigar Authority. Man, great. The authority on everything cigar. Shake it back. In. Yeah, and out of the cigar industry. Do it. With your hosts. That's a lovely accent you have. David Garofalo. New Jersey. Austria. Austria. <laughs> Good day, mate. Let's put another shrimp on the ball, babe. Mr. Jonathan. Dear Lord, baby Jesus, or as our brothers to the south call you, hey, Zeus, we thank you so much for this bountiful harvest of dominoes, KFC, and the always delicious Taco Bell. Barry Stein. That's what I love about these high school girls. I get older, they stay the same age. <laughs> and Chuck Morrison. Is this your place? No, 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 no. No, I live with my mom. Oh. Yeah. You hungry? Hey, Ma! we get some meatloaf? It's time to light them up. There's no smoking in here. It's time. Oh, it's all right, darling. I'm a volunteer fireman. For the Cigar Authority. Hey, shake and bake, yeah! Woo! Shake and bake! And we're back with hour number two, live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. In this hour, I'm reviewing for Cigar Journal. And I'm about to blow the cover off of it and give you my scores before the magazine even comes out. And gentlemen, Chuck Morrison is here. He's going to get debonair and tell us about his deflated balls and how it got him I don't to the think Super Bowl he's next week. He's going to say it. We got Seattle's cigar news sick. from Bad News Barry. We have the Asylum, Old Fart Freddy, and lots more. It's our number two. You are listening to The Cigar Authority, the only radio show in the U.S. and, yes, the world that is always broadcast on location. This week, high atop the worldwide headquarters of Two Guys Smoke Shop here in Tax-Free Salem, New Hampshire. We are the only show that doesn't just allow smoking. We insist, we demand that you light up 
along with us. You tune in at thecigarauthority.com, where you can most of the time yeah, watch us live, <laughs> or you catch the podcast on demand at any time. You simply find us on iTunes or YouTube, because you can set it and forget it on both. Give me Barabbas. Give me Barabbas. That's what we're going to smoke next, Barabbas. Okay. So uh, we heard a little about it, and we're going to pass it. I'm going to take the last puff of my Cuba Rica Limitada. And final, tell you, final tell thoughts? You, tell you, Mr. Jonathan, that I think you hit the nail on the head. You know I, I couldn't did. get that cherry, dark cherry, bing cherry. What bing. Is a, what is a bing cherry? It's the dark cherry, the bing cherry. Is that like an Italian thing? I don't because know. It's, it's not red, red. It's more purplish red. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Heavier, darker Bing cherry. Um, that's what I got on there throughout the whole cigar as I was tasting it. And uh, there we go. So uh, here it is. This is the Barabbas. And this is a uh, another high-end cigar. As I was um, taking these cigars out of inventory, um, we're smoking $150 worth of cigars yes, we are. here on the show. Yes, so. we are. These are no cheap date, but he has a, uh, a value cigar coming out, so we can look forward to that. But, I would but, argue Via Havana is a value cigar. Yes, it is. Even $9? Though, yeah. It's, it's, it's an unbelievable cigar for $9, the regular Via Havana line. So uh, that's where to go to if this is um, out of your ballpark. Uh, but you're missing something if it's out of your ballpark. 33 cigar, a, a humidor of 33 cigars. Every month? Yeah, we get uh, four shipped every month. Yeah. <clears throat> three. One per store. Yeah, so three, right? Three. We have three stores. So uh, this is the Barabbas, and uh, let's give it a cut. Let's give it a light, see what it's all about. It's time to cut our cigar, the Barabbas, and uh, the official cutting is brought to you by our friends at Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the cigar brand that while all other cigar brands were raising prices, no, 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 says Perdomo, they actually... Cut out the federal S chip tax and actually lowered them. Can't they lowered their prices. Me. Perdomo cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellence. So today's cigar, the second cigar, also features an Ecuadorian Habano wrapper over secret filler and binder. It measures at five and a half by fifty-four and it has an MSRP of nineteen ninety-nine. Twenty dollar cigar. This is no cheap date. Uh, you know what is a cheap date? Our Vertigo Injector at twenty seven yes, ninety nine. But I feel like I, I want to use the uh, a more expensive lighter for lighting the cigar because it's such a high end cigar. But this is a high end lighter. It's just priced low. That's all. That's the only difference. You got the patented big ass tank. Yep. You also have it's a secondary term, a secondary patent going on on the big ass window. Yep. Uh, four jets, and the flame changes color. So. If you were lighting your cigar today, I will be out smoking a cigar and snow blowing. So I will use my Vertigo injector at twenty seven ninety nine to light my cigar because I'll be able to see the flame yes, on will. that bright white background because that is red. the New England landscape right now. It is. You know why Frosty the Snowman got excited, right? No. He heard the snow blower was coming. Here we go. <laughs> Giggity. <laughs> This is a pinpoint accurate. It's four flames, but really? it's pinpoint. You can't stop. You guys can't control yourselves. I will have to. I do have to say, I'm uh, I'm liking the new Barry Stein facial hair configuration. That is clean shaven. How about you? How about me? Yeah. Why don't you go clean shaven? I do every single day. What do you mean? 
right up here. Yeah, your head. He's I... got plenty of hair up there. I All get right. nothing. So you're going to just leave that going? You know what it looks like when you're a bald guy with no facial hair? You look like you're 12. I had a beard earlier this week, and you, you want to talk pulled about me it. aside. No, I did you, not. You, no, I did not. did. did no, it on you? I was, did not. It was the uh, epitome of non-masculinity, as he you, as you said. He asked me, <laughs> flat out, while he's sitting at his desk, and there's another man in the room, and he says, all right, let's talk about my beard. What do you think? And I said... I am the gayest man that you know, <laughs> and I'm uncomfortable right now. That is not a question you yeah. ask another man. You ask a woman, and that's how you get the answer. And, and then after Dwayne left, I told him, shave it. Um, wow. Even the first pull on this thing. <laughs> Mr. Jonathan's choking on it because he, he tried to put it through his nose. It's a little heavy for you, kid. Well, I've been getting better at it. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, this Fooled one's, me. Yeah, this one's a little heavy. <laughs> Woo. I, I, geez, it, it's smooth, though. It's so yep. balanced and smooth. It, looking at it, it's beautiful. I love this. Love the cigar. What is this? Ecuadorian Habano? Ecuadorian Habano, correct. That's, that's all be, we know. He's got to be using super grade aid, man. Like, oh, yeah. Just, uh, just grading look, it himself. Just look at the wrapper. I mean, it doesn't get much more grade A than this. That's what I'm saying. He's got to be grading the tobacco and then selling off the uh, the stuff that's only A because this looks like super A to me. And in the aging process, you can tell, if you, if you look where the ash connects to the cigar itself, the space, the little black line that's around there, like a mascara line that's there, it's so sharp. It's razor sharp because the age of the tobacco that happens here. It's uh, it's a work of art also. I mean, they're taking their time. This is the difference. I, I recommend all the cigar manufacturers, slow it down. You want to become this, if you could possibly. You if do. you're a cigar, this is what you want to become. One thing I'll say about Cuba Rica cigars, their construction is spot on. And this is and this the flavors is the, are there, too. This is the benefit of going to Costa Rica to have your cigars rolled. Anybody can access right now. High quality product. Anybody can buy good tobacco. There's a plethora of it. However, construction is everything when yeah, it comes you, to smoking. What you do with it, man? Um, and I know twenty dollars is a lot. You guys out there listen and say, "I'm not going twenty dollars." Once in a while, you should yeah, don't buy a box yourself. of them. But you know what? Get yourself a Barabbas and yeah, kick back try and relax. It, try it. Try mm-hmm. it. You, Boy, you'll be you'll be happy. I mean, it, so you're gonna go out to the movies. You're gonna get a popcorn and and a, and a drink. You're gonna you're gonna. That's drop the 20, ripoff right there. Yeah, you're gonna drop twenty dollars for a couple of hours, right? Instead, get a I recommend, movie from Redbox and buy yourself a Barabbas. Right, and and that's gonna be a better twenty. I promise you. Wow, wow, this is the winner right I'm here. I'm getting notes of cashews and cedar. <laughs> All right, hang on a second. Salted cashews. Yes. Yes. You know, you he know, nailed it. Yeah. You know what it is? <laughs> He's got it. He's got it. <clears throat> I had to do it. You, you notice it's never me that comes up with these wild things. And it was Cigar Journal that contacted me. Not you guys. They contacted me. I feel like that was a mistake. The panel. So now I have to try to step up and try to do the right thing. I've watched you do it. Not I went through nine cigars, and it was not enjoyable. Not enjoyable have, for me either because I like trying to stump you with blinding cigars and playing the game back and forth. And yeah, you're like, I, I can't do I, it. I, I, wanted, to. I wanted a clean palate every day. I wanted to really pay attention to it. Uh, and I sent something out to them every day for nine days. Uh, and actually, I had to travel in between. So 
there was a missing uh, four days in yeah. there that I didn't do it. Uh, so it ended up lasting two weeks long uh, to get through nine cigars. Sorry, I, you're going to be fired after you give away your answers right here anyways. Yeah, so. but I, I can typically get through nine cigars in a, in a day if I had to, or two days maximum. It took two weeks because I really wanted to give it everything I had. Uh, this is Cigar Journal, and the next issue, when it comes out, um, there may be a picture of me. We just took a picture of me a little while ago, and uh, me in the tasting panel. Uh, if, if they end up uh, not firing you, not firing me for what I'm about to do. So I have in my hand right here, this is the Cigar Journal tasting panel notes, um, and there's nine different pages of it. Man, they ask you a lot of things. Wow. So they give me a bag with a humidifier in, uh, inside of it so that everything was in perfect shape. It's in, in perfect. And you let the cigars rest themselves for a few days? Yes, because I didn't want uh, – I, I hate when I receive product because going through the UPS cycle, cigars go through hell. Yeah. Uh, the temperatures are wrong. You say, oh, the humidity is in there, so the humidity is right. Well, it's been negative two around here. So the cigars are basically frozen. I want to let days go by and get it to rest and sit as perfect and get through it as best I can. So they have all kinds of different numbers on these. They've been doing this now for 20 years. So they're at, at over uh, 11,000 um, cigars that they've, uh, I mean, uh, 1,100, 1,200 cigars that they've done. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm looking through these and, uh, you know, just picking based on color, basically, of it's morning, I'll end up going to the lighter cigar or something. Let me see if that, sometimes you had a light cigar that was pretty full-bodied. Um, some of them were bigger ring gauges that I don't care for. I have to get past that. I'm going to just try to do the best I can. Did, did <clears throat> it, it being a bigger ring gauge detract from the score? I tried for it not to. As a matter of fact, one of the biggest ring gauges got the biggest score, so I think I did right by that. Because there are bloggers out there, and they, you know, I'll let you guys remain nameless, that say, don't care for Ecuadorian shade tobacco. He's referring so it to might, me. It might, give, you know, it might give a lower score to something that has an Ecuadorian shade wrapper because you don't like it. Yeah. Uh, uh, but I'm, if that wrapper performed as an Ecuadorian shade wrapper should perform, would that the fact that you don't care for it, affect it. Performance is a big part. They give me all these different criterias of how the ashes, is it flaky, is it not flaky? I don't know if that really matters of what the taste is, but they're asking me, so I'm telling them uh, construction, color, wrapper, um, draw, smoke. Um, if, if there was a lot of smoke coming off of it or a little smoke coming off of it, I don't know why that matters, but they're asking complexity, harmony, um, the body, the power, then it comes down to two different ways they want you to do it. They want it to be a zero to five in one aspect. In another aspect, they want it to be the, the number um, anywhere from 82 to 100. So it's really not a zero to 100. It's an 82 to 100. That's where their, their range is. Could that be considered front-end loading the score a little bit so that no one really gets devastated? Or is 82, if something shows up in the magazine as an 82, you would know, okay, that's yeah. a dog rocket. Or it's mediocre. Uh, no, they have less than mediocre. Mediocre was actually an 83, 84. So 82 has, doesn't say anything. So if you see an 82... Um, yeah, it's, got, it's probably it's less, than, it's less than mediocre. 
according to this. Subpar. Um, I rated my ratings at the beginning. I'm like 85. You know, um, I did actually. Uh, I rated two of them in 85. Two different ones, and it was kind of early on when I did it. And I go, oh, my God, I'm going to be the worst one in this panel. Um, what's going to happen? So um, I'm going to give you an 85 uh, right off the bat. This is cigar number 1126. It has – it's dry and – my first third was dry and bitter. Bitter coffee notes, early, aggressive. Uh, becomes more blended as it's going on to the second half with a vegetable – type of uh, flavor to yeah, it. Yeah, that's a negative for you. And on the, Right. I want nothing to do with vegetable. I, I believe I speak for my counterpart, Barry, over here, mm-hmm. that um, vegetable well, is... Very is ne- anti-vegetable. Right. And uh, as it goes on to... Um, and this is bilingual, by the way. Um, some of it, you know, I had to actually ask you guys, what is this meaning? Because uh, some of it doesn't come out right in English. Although I must say I'm liking vegetables lately. I am down seven pounds. Yay! Nice. Wow. I'm down one, one pound, one lonely pound. But I was away. I was away eating big steaks for three nights. Yeah, you yeah. could eat steaks. You just don't mix them with the potato. <laughs> Did you revisit Burns, by the way? No. No. All right. So um, so it mellows out. Um, this was the best part of it, mellowing out in the third part. Uh, it improved um, on burn and taste, but a floral aroma and finish. All right, so what's, what's the cigar? The cigar is a 1.5, and it gets a 85 rating. Yeah, but uh, what's the cigar? It's 1126. You said that, but what is the cigar? I have no idea what the cigar is. It's 1126. They don't tell you what the cigar is. It's the magic of what it is. You said you were going to tell us. I'm telling you. 1126 gets an 85. This is the segment right here. This, is what you, this was your master plan. <laughs> this is me telling... Telling... This is you blowing the cover off the magazine. 1126. (laughs) Yeah, look for 1126 in the magazine. Give me that magazine. Do they they list it like that? Will we be able to look and say, okay, cigar 1126? Is there some sort of hidden? Will they tell me what 1126 is? God, I hope you're fired. Worst ever. Anything 1126? You didn't create the rules. Right. There's no secret code in here. And my highest actually was a 92. That's as high as I got. That was the biggest ring one? It was. Wow. So does this mean you're going to be voting for the 60, 70 rings? And 92 is excellent. I would, I would concur. 92 <coughs> is excellent. But there's better than 92 in a class by itself. All right. So basically we, you teased all the way up for this segment to tell us that it's cigar 1126. You're not going to give us the, what the cigar is. They don't tell you. And they don't this tell is me. But possibly the worst segment that we've ever done in the history. I would have told it if of I bad had segments. I don't know. Awful. Bad. I'm it's telling awful. you the experience. Well, based upon his experience, I wonder if he actually knows what the cigar is. You must. I don't. I don't know what it is. All right. It's time for news from the insane asylum. All right. They're coming to take me away, ha-ha, they're coming to take me away, ho-ho, hee-hee, ha-ha, to the funny farm where life is beautiful all the time, and I'll be happy to see those nice young men in their clean white coats, and they're coming to take me away, ha-ha! It's time for news from the Insane Asylum. 
Odd and sometimes historic news stories that are too insane to be true, or are they? Brought to you by Asylum Cigars. Asylum Cigars are truly flavorful, medium-bodied Nicaraguan cigars with sizes ranging from 4x44 to the absolutely insane 6x80. Asylum Cigars take no prisoners. After many years of trial and error, experimentation and collaboration with the world's best scientific researchers, there there has been a revolutionary discovery this year. The underwear patch. This is the greatest invention of the 21st century and is a patch placed inside the underwear which filters any unpleasant odors to a nice minty smell. Which begs the question, can they filter out sound and do they work on sharks? That's not so much insane as it's freaking awesome. That's Asylum. How They're those... coming to take me away, ha-ha. They're coming to take me oh. away, ho-ho. Oh. <laughs> to the funny farm where life is beautiful all the time. And I'll be happy to see those nice young men in their clean white coats. And they're coming to take me away, ha-ha. I think those have been around for a while. I think they're called panty liners. They don't have an aroma, do they? Well, they're supposed to mask, aren't they? Really? Aren't I don't they? know. Aren't they like powder-fresh panty liners or something like I'm that? I'm sure there are, but that's not for the back end. That's for the front end. Oh, okay. Uh, I don't know about you, but I don't have any odor issues on my front end. Which brings me to a million-dollar idea. Color-coded underwear. Yellow in the front, brown in the back. Ah. Ah. <laughs> this show is going downhill <coughs> quick. Please tell me there's some sort of... Uh, Why haven't they made that? And, and then with the aroma thing going saved. on, and you probably get three, four days out of it. Oh, God. Scratch yeah. and sniff, like the scratch-off tickets here in New Hampshire that now smell like bacon. Have what? you heard about that? No. There is a New Hampshire scratch-off ticket that you scratch, and it smells like bacon. My friends in Florida and New York have asked me to buy them some sure. and send them. I have not heard of that. Can we please get to new cigars hitting the shelves? Barry, are you, are you a, a scratch-off guy? No. No? No. Odds are terrible. Yep. Get out of that thing. It's awful. So what, what did you say? New cigars hitting the shelves. We're okay. taking over. All right. So each week we share the newest cigars to hit the shelves at Two Guys Smoke Shop as well as twoguyscigars.com. And this week those editions are La Flor Dominicana Beer Stein is now available. These yeah. steins compare... Contain 20 1994 cigars in a Maduro version of the San Andreas wrapper, which is different from the regular release, which won the blind taste test and is a contender for our Cigar of the Year to be announced next week. Now, I, I did hear a rumor that they went with original size Stein, and then when we started calling it the Barry Stein, they went back to the drawing board and blew that thing out. It was only supposed to hold 12 cigars originally. <coughs> But they wanted it to live up to the barrier. It is massive. It is. You want this thing. You know, I I want one. I will have one. Uh, Did you see it, Chuck? I haven't seen it. I saw it. It's fantastic. Monstrosity. It's It's a monstrosity. It's fantastic. Two pints worth of beer in that thing. No problem. Oh, God. As we smoked on the first hour of the show, the Cuba Rica Limitada is available in two sizes and limited to 500 boxes of each worldwide. The cigars are available singles and 10-count boxes on twoguyscigars.com. And while you're there, also pick up a Barabbas, which we have spoken uh, currently in the second hour of the show. And lastly, Cafe Cigars are now available at Two Guys Smoke Shop. That's what I said, Cafe. I thought you said Cafe. Cafe Cigars are now available. 
K-A-F-E. Thank you. Yep. We had Dr. Gabby Caffey on the show a few weeks ago, and this former surgeon has a brand that we pretty much agreed was pretty special. Yes. Uh, it it was the first time trying it. It yep. was, was like, okay, we're getting this one, right? Yep. And it utilizes Nicaraguan tobaccos and rolled in Honduras. It's very and good. those in the new cigars this week at Two Guys Smoke Shop. You don't hear a lot about Honduras. If you want to try a Honduran cigar, this is the one to try. Yes. Really, really good. Really good. Very special. Good. Then I have a question for you guys later in the show. One out of uh, one out of one surgeon rec- surgeons recommend this cigar. Is that correct, Barry? Yes, and I believe you owe me a royalty fee for I that. do. Ah. <laughs> you didn't use it. It was a layup. You had the spot right there. You could have mm-hmm. used it. So, Chuck, you got a question? Uh, I'm going to save it for later in the show. All right, we'll save it for later. But uh, while you're enjoying life to its fullest, it's important to be more debonair, more gentlemanlike. How to be more debonair? You want to listen to this? Is gentleman Chuck Morrison? Do you need a gentleman? Gentleman. I'm a gentleman. You need a gentleman? <laughs> you wouldn't want to call me gentleman. Ladies, fasten your seatbelts, switch on your electronic devices, and pump up the volume. You need a gentleman? And this is The Gentleman's Way. It's brought to you by Debonair Cigars and Rum. Debonair Cigars provide its clients with... Suspension of reality. Well I, know you, I know you love that. Time spent smoking a Devonair can never be subtracted from one's life. Today, gentlemen, we really haven't delved into this too much on today's show. I know we will. And this has to do with my question for you later on. But in light of Deflategate, the gentleman way to handle being accused of something you did not do. Ah. Now, this one's easy, gentlemen. <laughs> this one's very easy. You see, a true gentleman keeps his behavior on the up and up from the start. Yes, he does. And he does not find himself in these types of situations. Why is Chuck looking at me when he says that? Because <laughs> you're a Yankee fan. <laughs> do yourself a favor. Do all of us a favor. Play by the rules. Don't deflate your balls. Be debonair. Yes. That's the gentleman's way. It's brought to you by Debonair Cigars and Rum. The question always is, Tom Brady, are you debonair? Enough. Now, this uh, kind of brings me to uh, Mr. Miyagi's philosophy on the best way to block a punch is to no be there. So you're saying that the best way to avoid being accused of something being accused is of something to never do. put yourself in a place where the suspicion falls on your shoulders. Well, not only that, just don't put yourself in the situation at all. Like to your point, Mr. Miyagi. Yes. No be there. No be there. Yeah. Oh, sorry, Dave. You were, so, you were, yep. Yeah, I was coughing, so you were nice you enough to get me down. Um, so you do the sound for the New England Patriots. This is true. You were there. I was there. Any idea that this was going on? You know, frankly, no. Um, did you deflate the balls, Chuck? Morrison? I did not deflate the balls. I know pretty much every single person on a, on a first-name basis within the equipment room, from the ball boys to the equipment managers, so... If this is true, you know, I, I probably know the person or persons who would do something like this. But then it would have to be, there would be, have to be multiple people that were involved in this. This is what yeah. I find conspiracy stuff a problem. Yeah. Because you're not going to get a bunch of people to do the wrong thing. You get right. one person to do the wrong thing. But I don't think you're going you're gonna to multiple up at that point because it's too risky yeah. to end up doing it. And it wasn't like they won by 
you know, <laughs> three points. Yeah. They killed them. And you know, you probably have heard <clears throat> most of the facts by now that uh, – Apparently, the balls were at halftime tested, and that's where they found that they were not up to the uh, inflation standards. Yeah. So, I never knew there was such a thing. No, I didn't either. So at, the, and at that point, the Patriots— And I, and I heard that the, the players themselves didn't know there was such a thing. No idea. They had no, Yeah, even of the rule itself. Right. You know, they really put a lot of that trust into the equipment people and the refs and the officials. But uh, the point is, is that the Patriots were leading very closely, 17-7, to 7, I believe. <clears throat> Going into halftime. Yeah. So start of the third quarter, after the halftime, after discovering that the balls, their footballs, were not up to proper deflation or inflation, they then had to play with a new set of balls that were regulation. And that's when they turned it on. It just put a whooping. And so, a new set of balls or the same balls just New inflated? set of balls. New set of balls. I think um, Tom Brady is angry now. Yeah. I think he plays best when he's angry. And my bet for the Super Bowl is the Patriots and over. I think it's going to be the biggest blowout in Super Bowl history. I think that the um, Vegas and the odds makers are going to take a beating on this one. Wow. And uh, that's where I think it goes. Yeah, the Patriots started at two points underdog and they're now one point favorite. No kidding. And there's also history of, of ball issues in the NFL. Brad Johnson, the year the Buccaneers won the Super Bowl, said he paid the ball boys $7,500 to deflate the balls so he could get a better grip. I think it's almost a non-story that they're really trying to blow this up. Every if you year. remember, there was a World Series that they ended up putting the balls in humidors. Do you remember this? Yes. Yeah, Colorado. Because of uh, yeah, the altitude, the yeah. altitude. I think it's a it's a marketing technique. It's going to get people talking about. Wow. It. It's going to make the Super Bowl even bigger. I always go to to you know um, you might be because right. they could simply they, you hadn't had the NFL come out yet and say anything of, that's going to happen. They like it. Wow, this is getting a yeah, lot of every, attention. Everybody <clears throat> that I probably wouldn't have watched the Super Bowl honestly. Mm. I would have gone the hot tub, smoked a cigar, forgot the Super Bowl was on. And then when it later on go, oh, I forgot to watch, and then look and see if maybe catch the last quarter. Yeah. I've done it a million times. I'm probably going to watch the no entire kidding. game from start to finish at this point. Let me ask you guys this, and especially you, Dave, because I know you're kind of like a, you know, a student of success, if you will, and you pay attention to things. So we're, when, when Nixon was accused of Watergate, yeah. right, it was a sure victory for him. There's no need for him to even right. be tampering. Right. Patriots could probably make the same <clears throat> argument. Did you see either Be- or hear Belichick's? press conference about all this and Brady's? Uh, I, I didn't see, watch the whole thing, but they played it so many times, little excerpts, the, the sound bites of it. So. Okay. Well, I was just curious what your opinion was. I thought Belichick came across brilliantly, like poised, sincere, yeah. believable, and I feel like Brady was just awful. Yep. Well, Brady's kind of cocky. He's angry about it, being even accused of it. And uh, I think it's a I, I think it's a play. I think it's a um, wow, that's marketing ploy to uh, get the attention. I think it goes nowhere, and at the end of it, it gets uh, more viewers. It's going to be the highest viewed. Uh, you know, that, that's how I go. I look at it. The NFL might. is the biggest business in the world. It's big business, biggest nonprofit, by the way. <clears throat> right, it's a nonprofit organization. <laughs> Got to get in on that. You're in on it. Any chance um, next week? We're doing the show. We're going to do it from here. We're going to announce the Cigar of the Year. Uh, you're going to be uh, uh, out on location at the Super Bowl yep. working. Yep. That we could get you to call in on your phone. Yeah, and for sure. You, yeah? Yeah. I'll so probably we'll work be, out a time. Yep. And, Let's work out a time. <laughs> I'll pro- I, I know I'll be at the stadium on Saturday. 
Um, That'd you know, be it's, awesome. Yeah. Wi-Fi there? Yep, there's Wi-Fi there. Nice. I could probably, yeah, just Google it. Tap yeah. in and tell us what's going on and uh, give us some back end Gentlemen, of it. Chuck Morrison get some video on location. Of, yeah, the location video. That'd be good. Well, here's my, you know, I had a question before <clears throat> the debonair's way there. And, here, and here's the question. And if you firmly believe that the Patriots are going to win, um, I'd like to go armed, as a gentleman would, with some cigars. Yes. In the event that they do win, what would you recommend as a good celebratory cigar? To pass out? I would say, from a marketing standpoint, we have to give them the Garofalo cigar. Because how great would it be to see Tom Brady smoking a Garofalo after winning the Super Bowl? I would like that. But and another option where I was thinking, and I love your idea. Wow. My thought was to give them the cigar of the year that I can let you know in advance and equip you with it. And then they are actually smoking the cigar of the year that we'll be announcing on Saturday and Sunday, that's what they're smoking. That could be another that's option, too. too. So we can talk about it af- right after the show and sure. come up with something and equip you with what you need to go there with. What are you talking about? How, how many cigars are you talking about? <laughs> no, not many. I mean, <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, than anything. But if you're talking about uh, everybody in the New England no, no, Patriots. No, no, no. Just the guys that I know that smoke. So that's, yeah. you're talking probably four or five. And that'll end up being something else. If they can drink all the champagne and booze and everything they want, but you're not going to be allowed to light up outdoors yeah. in the stadium. Yeah. You know, it's going to be the craziest thing. Right. But and the team's, you know, the play, there's 80 players plus all this. Not that crazy. I just know a few of the coaches after a win will smoke a cigar and, you know. There's 80 players? I think so, right? Really? Barry, you know. Yeah, I think it's 70-something. Some, some, it's crazy. Would they let you display all of the boxes of cigars right in the locker room, and they come in and everybody grab a cigar and give you 80 cigars or 100 know. cigars or something? I don't know. Because I'm up for that, too. Hey, whatever. Product and, placement. And if you can pull that off, there'll be a little something in your envelope. Next week. <laughs> yeah, it gets on TV. There'll be a little something for you. So think about that anyway. Yeah, seriously. <clears throat> Uh, so, okay, that's the plan. We're going to have you on next week. Yeah. We're not only going to do um, the Cigar of the Year announcement, but we're going to have uh, live on location at the Super Bowl, Chuck Morrison, and uh, behind the scenes the day before and tell us what's going on and uh, try to get us a scoop or something. Yeah, that, uh, sure. Would that be something if somebody picks up something that we say, um, you know, the Cigar Authority? <sighs> Huh? This is going to be awesome. All right. <laughs> and anybody out there has any great ideas for us, please contact us on the contact us section of the Cigar Authority and let us know what to do. Maybe we can get ourselves put on the map at this point. On the map. On the map. Okay, we're going to take a break. When we come back, uh, interesting question from the mailbag. We're going to talk about that. And the best tweets of the week. Bad news. Barry's got a lot of cigar news for us. And uh, we still have Old Fart Freddy as we prepare for the Super Bowl in the original. Original Cigar of the Year, which is next week. We're live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in snowy Salem, New Hampshire, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Radio Network. I'd like to file a missing persons report. I've lost my one true love. All right, what does she look like? She is like no other. Her skin, dark, simply gorgeous. Not slender, but firm to the touch. Well, we'll do everything we can for you, sir. The night we met over a fine scotch, 
It was love at first sight. Details. I need details, sir. Well, she's about five and a half inches tall. You mean five feet tall? No, inches. Oh, she's a mid, a dwarf, uh, a little person. No, she's a cigar. Ah, right, sir. Is she a Fleur de Lorraine cigar? The cigar that men around the world are falling in love with? Yes. Oh, I've seen this before. Louie! Yeah? Uh, get him a Fleur de Lorraine cigar and a list of United Cigar retailers to carry it. Fleur de Lorraine cigars, simply gorgeous. Available only at appointed United Cigar retailers across the country. Fleur de Lorraine, stop missing out. Mr. Jonathan, a shadowed figure spinning tunes on records that do not exist. Mr. Jonathan, a young cigar smoker on a crusade to champion the oldies, top 40, and yes, even country, with a host of DJs that operate above the mix. Mr. Jonathan is my dance instructor. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ. Mr. Jonathan is me. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ.com. Your one-stop shop for everything DJ and sound production. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ.com. He reads the dictionary just for fun. He finds the minutiae of tax preparation enthralling. Years ago, at an open mic night, he was paid just to leave. He is the only man to win a staring contest with the Statue of Liberty. He is so uninteresting to women, he was forced to open a cigar shop to sell to men. He's not even a legend in his own mind. He finds himself boring. His family barely pays attention to him, and his mother refers to him as... Hey you, he is David Garofalo, the least interesting man in the cigar world. Not since Zeno Davidoff has a cigar retailer had a brand named after him. The man himself may be a bore, but the cigar isn't. Garofalo is a premium handmade luxury cigar using U.S. shade wrapper and a blend of Nicaraguan fillers and binder. Complex and very interesting. Garofalo may be the most interesting cigar in the world. It once won a longest ash contest without even being lit. You don't light a Garofalo, it lights you. Its flavor expands on your palate faster than the universe. It has been said that this cigar would be phenomenal as a Maduro, except it's perfect as it is. I always smoke cigars, and when I do, I prefer Garofalo. Keep smoking Garofalo, my friends. Hey, Jack, I finally found a cigar magazine that I like. Really? What's it called? Cigar Journal. What's so great about Cigar Journal? Is it really different from the other magazines? It is. Cigar Journal is all about cigars. None of the nonsense you see in other magazines. Really? Yeah, it has stories, reviews, and the latest news about premium cigars. Is it a little newsletter? No, I think you'll be very impressed. Cigar Journal has beautiful images, a thick cover, and is strictly for the cigar enthusiast. They cover cigars in the U.S. and around the world and is printed right here in the USA. That sounds interesting. Where can I buy it? Cigar Journal is available at local cigar retailers and on the web at www www.cigarjournal.co That's cigarjournal.co I'll sign up today. 
This is Pete Johnson from Papawai Cigars, and you are listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. And we're back live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in snowy Salem, New Hampshire. We've got eight inches, and it's still coming down. Uh, we're getting ready for the Super Bowl. Go Pats! And uh, hopefully they're going to smoke some of our cigars out there. we got Gentleman Chuck Morrison going to see if he can pull that off. Next week we're going to actually have him on the field, and we're going to go to him live. We're also going to announce the Cigar of the Year, and we'll see if we got it right, see what you guys think. Uh, we think it's the perfect cigar for the game, and uh, we'll prepare for both. Uh, bad news. Barry's here. we got cigar news and lots more. Welcome, everybody. Welcome back to the Cigar Authority. Cashews, 70% chocolate-covered coffee beans combined. I cannot get the cashews out of my out of my mind. You nailed that, Barry, but now as we're getting into the... Nutty, a little salty. A little salty. Got a little Barabbas. A little bit of licorice as well. Just a hint. Let me test that. <laughs> yeah. I, love this. I wonder if... By somebody saying something, that it ends up going through because yes, no way. Yes, licorice. Black, little black, Get little black licorice. Out of here. Little black licorice. He's Definitely. got it. Definitely. Pull that out of his butt, and you guys are believing the Kool Aid he's mixing. I'm not. <laughs> Want to buy a bridge? I'm not drinking it. Licorice. Black licorice. Black licorice. The ends, where they get a little hot at the very end of the black licorice. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing? Nothing. Come on. All right, bad news, Barry. I'm sure you got some news for us. Got a lot of news as it's been 10 days between shows. And the first item up is two separate bills were introduced to the North Dakota legislature this week. One bill calls for a rise of the cigar tax from 28% to 43.5%. Wow. While the other bill proposes 50%. Come on. The state of Virginia introduced legislation that would raise the current cigar taxes from 10% to 60%. This would raise the cost of a cigar costing $10.45 to $15.20. In West Virginia, a bill was introduced that would raise the cigar tax from 7% to 10.5%. And for the third year in a row, the Cigar Association of Washington is looking to overturn a law that prevents customers from lighting up and smoking inside cigar stores. If passed, cigar shops will have to pay $7,000 to allow smoking in the store with a yearly renewal of just $25. Just making money, baby. Just take That's more money. What are they smoking? Take more money from the retailer. Go ahead. Isn't the idea to help success of businesses not try to do whatever you can to end up hurting them? <sighs> oh, the, my God. The city of Leverett, Massachusetts. I, I can't even say Massachusetts. It's like Massachusetts, it, but what's it's like synonym? Lever, Everett? Leverett with Leverett. an L. Yep, it's in the southwestern part of the state. I never heard of it. I grew up about it. I grew up in Everett. Like say, Leverett. Yeah. You never heard of it either. We looked it up on the map, right. and they just raised their uh, tobacco purchase age to twenty-one. They're chipping away city by city. The state of Washington proposed this week raising the tobacco purchase age in the state to 21. The proposal was brought brought forth by the state attorney general, and if passed, Washington state will become the first full state to have the age of 21. Stupid. Washington state is awful. I mean, they get 100% tax. They're the the worst ones of all. It used to be California, and Washington state says, no, we can not only – uh, make wine here. We can do a lot of whining and actually uh, kill the cigar business there. Tell New me. Orleans passed a bill on Thursday that will ban smoking within the city by a 7-0 margin. 
Before the vote was passed, IPCPR was able to negotiate an amendment that will allow smoking at the 83rd annual IPCPR, as well as bars and facilities that will be hosting private events. What? So it will not affect the trade show, thankfully, but you will not be able to smoke in bars anymore or within a certain amount of feet of bars. So basically walking down Bourbon Street, it'll be very hard to smoke cigars. So on Bourbon Street, you can actually take your clothes off. You can drink in the streets. You can urinate on the streets, smoke weed, don't light up a cigar. And you've got some cigar bars there that actually make cigars right there, and you're not going to be able to smoke them. Back in August, the city of Manhattan Beach, California, voted to ban smoking in public with a $1,000 fine. The city is now back at it and plans to ban smoking in multi-unit housing. If passed, this will become the 16th community in the state to ban smoking in private residences. Good luck trying to get me to not smoke in my house. Good luck. If you missed the presidential State of the Union address this past week... President Obama proposed a federal-state partnership to provide four-year-olds with quality preschools and paying through, for it through a tobacco tax hike. They want free college for them, too. Yeah. And <clears throat> Courtney Smith, who was the longest-tenured employee of La Polina Cigars, where she was at Bill Paley's side since the inception of the company, has resigned with no reason given. Mm. And the following trademarks were registered this week under tobacco. And they were Santana and Ferrara, which was trademarked by Jose Timoteo Gonzalez and Isaiah Santana, the latter being the owner of DeCrossier Cigars. And lastly, Fairmont Holdings, which is the parent company of Alec Bradley, they filed for a post embargo. Ah, oh. good one. That's pretty good. Good one. <laughs> and Listen, that's, that's getting news. close. And if you, if you follow the uh, Obama's uh, State, of the, um, State of the Union address, it looked like the embargo was going to happen this year. He said he wanted to make this thing go through by the end of the year, before the end of the year. Wow. Um, lots of things going on in the industry with these moves that are happening. It's going to be a uh, blockbuster year. Everybody's doing all kinds of things in the back end of getting ready. Post-embargo is genius. That's good. Yeah. It's very good. Good one. Um, and at the, the Crossier brand uh, that you mentioned, that's another Costa Rican Cigar brand. Watch Costa Rica, folks. We're all over it. They're making great cigars out of there. It's going to be the next big thing. And funny, the Crossier I saw all over Miami when I lived in Miami. Yeah. Isaiah, uh, he lived down there, played dominoes with numerous times. Um, hopefully, when you're at the trade show this year, you get to at least smoke one for personal enjoyment. Yeah. It's actually a pretty decent cigar. Yeah. Mm. Good. All right. It's time uh, for the social media segment. The best tweets of the weeks brought to you by... Recluse Cigars, the cigars that were built on social media. It's time for the social media segment brought to you by Recluse Cigars, the cigars that were built on social media. All Recluse Cigars go through eight fermentation cycles over the course of two full years to guarantee you balanced flavor. Try a Recluse Cigar today. And these, these are the best tweets I saw all week. And God said, it seems unfair to give a man an extra limb, so I will give his woman the power to control it. Absolutely. Yep. I often wonder if I'm being selfish using my voice to sing just in the car instead of saving the music industry. (laughs) If I've learned anything from movies, it's that most cases are not solved until after a detective is suspended, but ignores the suspension. Instead of wasting perfectly good white toilet paper, I've developed brown. The coloring process is a trade secret. 
and the paper will go to market as soon as I can figure out how to get this already been used smell out of each roll. Ah, now that goes full circle to earlier. Oh, boy. The best tweet I saw all week is that moment you realize that the dude who proofread for Adolf Hilter, Hitler, was indeed a grammar Nazi. So are you. Today's social media segment was brought to you by Recluse Cigars, rolled into bar the old Cuban way for an effortless and perfect draw every time. Recluse Cigars. Recluse. 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 Uh, I'll be going uh, next month to the Dominican. I'll see those boys down there when I go down there. Uh, planning a lot of trips. I just came back from, um, as a guest speaker, for the first time ever, a cigar industry's national sales manager, national sales meeting, which was very, very interesting, uh, a part of the business I never touched. And uh, they brought me in. This is the folks from J.C. Newman Fuente. Uh, I learned so much. I gave them everything I I had, but I learned so much from listening to them. Uh, my my speech was to go on for two hours. I did about two forty five, and um, they actually asked me to stay um, the rest of the day and went out to dinner. And then they invited me back the next day for the all day all night. Uh, I got so much out of it. It was awesome. I've learned so much, and I'm ready to. Uh, Share it? No, I can't share it. <laughs> Actually, I was asked not to, so I will not. But uh, very, very interesting. You know, Barry, how, how you were uh, different parts of the cigar industry. Then you come into a different part, and your eyes are opened up, and you, you see things you never saw before, and you start understanding. That process like for me opened my eyes up to things that issues that they have yeah. uh, and issues – to the retailer. I mean, issues they have to the retailer. These are the sales reps that deal with us and their problems that they have for the retailer. So very, very good information. So uh, thank you for letting me be part of that, uh, Bobby and Eric Newman and the Fuentes. Um, Cynthia Fuente was there, and I spent a lot of time oh. with her and uh, seeing some new things that are coming out and the, the direction of uh, the Newmans, where they're going. So they didn't just bring you in just to talk. They I kind think of they brought did. you in for they, the whole thing. <laughs> but that, that wasn't the plan. I mean, they had a, a criteria, a whole um, itinerary. itinerary set up of here's when I'm going to be brought in at uh, someone's going to pick me up in my hotel at 11 o'clock, take me there. And I would get there by 11.30, and at 12 o'clock, lunch is being served. Oh. And then so after they made lunch, sure you were there for lunch. That's yes. very good of them. Yep. Yeah. So uh, I had lunch, and then I, after everybody was all cobbed up and tired, now you bring me on. Um, after, they said, you got two hours. At um, Say I started at 12.30. I went on past 3 o'clock. That's awesome. And, um, never looking at the clock or anything, but then I did as soon as they said, okay, uh, you're all done, and I go, well, I went almost an hour too long, but uh, got to, uh, you know, getting ready to leave, and then they said, no, no, can you stay here, and I said, yeah, so I ended up staying till 5 o'clock, then we so went out So it's like when we have a guest, and we say, okay, if this stay is, on to the next yeah, hour. This is yeah. going nowhere, <laughs> right? you're out. <laughs> Absolutely. If, if it's going good, well, it's So it had to have gone good, I guess it That's went good. good. So uh, I liked it. So right. what do we got in the mailbag? Following was submitted through the Contact Us page. Skippy. You've got mail. Come to the intro, Mr. J. We've never done the intro ever, and now we're going to do it all of a sudden. <laughs> Say that every time. <clears throat> you may proceed. Thank you. The following message was submitted through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com. Well, it friggin' happened to me. 
I'm leaving my shop on Tuesday. The shop is Old Stogie Cigars, this is somebody by saying the way. This, right? yes. uh, and finished a nice little Perdomo Lot 23. Nice. I placed it in the ashtray on the counter, shut off the lights to the shop, and with only a little light from outside coming in to be able to see to walk around, I thought, what the heck, I'll have another drawer or two off the cigar before I walk out. Then, damn it, my Mr. Jonathan moment, I put the freaking lit end in my <laughs> mouth. Yes, you did. True story, oh. and one I want never to repeat. I will take Mr. Jonathan's words more seriously from now on. Well, maybe more seriously. Ha ha. Larry Thomas from OldStogieCigars.com in Strader, Illinois. So if you happen to live by there, swing on by, say hi to Larry, and uh, you know, give him a little teasing about not knowing which end to put in because he listens to the show every week. You think he'd learn. There we go. I'm That's thinking good. you jinxed him. Just like earlier, you told me, be careful of the wire when I stood up. Bam, I trip over the wire. Well, you tripped over the wire because you did not heed my warning. Like, Larry did not heed no, my warning. I just warning. think you're a jinx. Be careful of the wire would mean look around you and see if there are wires. Look, as a big guy, we can only see at an angle down. That's we can't it. see straight down. Yeah. Can you not bend over? Can you see your toes when not you look down? Not in front of you. Can you see your toes when you look down? I can I touch can. my toes. Yes, I can. Yeah? Yes. Really? Yes. Can you get back up after? <laughs> Barely, but yes. Okay. <laughs> so, uh... As I saw that email come in, I laughed out loud, and uh, I told Mr. Jonathan, then I questioned him, and I said, uh, this has happened to all of us before anyway, right? And he nope. said, no. He actually never did it. Never, never have? have put the wrong end of a cigar in my mouth, ever. I've done it. I've done more it. More than once. More than once, and it's a bad, bad thing. Oh. You burn your tongue. It's the ash that goes in. Yep. It's awful. And uh, I've done it. I admit it. And uh, I'm more careful now that you say it all the time. But it happens. Yeah, it happens. But it doesn't happen to you. Never. All right, so we'll wrap up here. What do we got going on there? No, we got uh, Old Five Freddy. Oh, you've been trying to avoid that, weren't you? Oh, yeah, I guess I was. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) And I appreciate that. It's time to step into the aging room. Sometimes aging makes a great cigar even better, just like aging room cigars. They're made in small batches from rare and limited 100% Dominican tobaccos. And here in our aging room is Old Fart Freddy. Nowadays, restaurants are afraid to make their food spicy for fear someone will slap them with a frivolous lawsuit. In my day, restaurateurs were proud to bring on the pain. Like my three friends, all named Guy, who had a habanero almond challenge. The challenge was, eat one pound of their slow-roasted habanero almonds in five minutes without any water. They were so hot, most people quit after the first handful. Nowadays, you can buy pre-cut meat chunks with the bones removed. In my day, the butcher only cut the meat into large body parts, and you bone the rest yourself. Nowadays, there is an epidemic. Everyone is afraid of clowns. In my day, every neighborhood had a clown. Ours was named Bobo. Bobo was awesome. He made balloon animals, juggled, and when we used our manners, would let us honk his nose. We were bobo-honking, meat-boning men with some guy's hot nuts in our mouths. Sometimes, (laughs) aging makes a great cigar even better. Just like aging room cigars. <laughs> Made in small batches from rare and limited 100% Dominican tobacco. Try aging room cigars from boutique blends. Some things are better aged. Some are not. Oh, man, I should have washed my hands after handling those nuts. Now mine are on fire. 
I really thought you were going for the deflated balls. It was wide open for you. <laughs> I thought for sure, but there was enough of that. I've heard every deflated ball uh, joke there, there is. There uh, is no other place to go with the deflated balls <laughs> that has not been gone already. You went with the hut nuts. Went with the hut nuts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fat Freddy. So Mr. Jonathan is on vacation. I am on vacation, yet I'm here. Yet he's here. Whoa. On vacation this week. So, uh... Is this this is the end of your vacation? This is the beginning of my vacation. <laughs> beginning of your vacation. This is the first Saturday of my vacation. Do not expect me to come to work tomorrow. I won't be here. You will not be here, so I will. And um, all week uh, we have a, a national sales ma- managers meeting, national sales staff, staff meeting. Staff meeting. We've never had one before, but I sat through this. I love it. And I said, I have to do this. This was pretty cool. And, uh, so he scheduled it during my vacation. You have to come in, right? I mean, of course I have to come in. He doesn't have to. Yes, I do. It's, this is not a mandatory meeting. This is a test. <laughs> <laughs> Everything is a test. You've been tested. And he said, somebody said, oh, Jonathan's uh, on vacation. And he says, I'm coming in. And he passed the test. Good man. As I do every time. So uh, that's that. So I enjoyed both of these cigars very much. They're high-end. They're expensive cigars. You're talking $18 and $20? Yeah. Wow. Uh, But very, very good. Uh, The question would be, which one do you like better? Man, I'll tell you, I was really digging on Barabbas before that Limitada. And uh, I smoked the Limitada now three times. I think that one's my favorite between the two. The Limitada is so limited, and you had to smoke it three times. Well, they were damaged. <laughs> oh, I smoked so the, the first one that came in. Oh. When it first came in, you got to smoke it to know what you got. And then there was a damaged one. No one wanted it, so I smoked that. Yeah. And then they now made we're a on big the show. mistake. Nobody wanted it. Right? You crazy? You know what? I, they, I do have a slight objection to people that smoke. You know, a lot of our guys that work for us are hardcore cigar guys, and they don't take well to new stuff. They like what they like, so. The goal is to try to get them to kind of turn around and try new things and be excited about new things that are coming in. But something like that where it's so limited and stuff, I hadn't tried that until just now hmm. because I didn't want to take it because there's only so many of them. And, you know, when the, when the rare stuff comes in, a lot of times I never, never get to it because it's just too limited. Let the consumer end up trying it sure. so I end up not doing yeah. it. But I see that that's not the way you play it, but it may be the way you want to play it. Um, Damaged cigars. I want to talk about that a little bit to the people in, that have cigar stores that um, we all get damaged cigars. I mean, they get banged up in shipping and things end up happening. We choose to always smoke those cigars. They're going to taste fine. They're going to burn fine. Everything's going to be fine with them. But $20 and you see it, a ding on it or a split uh, at the end, of, you're going to pot the, you're going to light anyway. Somebody may not buy that and spend $20 on it. But the, if you're going to pick one, that's the one you pick as you opposed to pick put, the worst one. <clears throat> as opposed to put it back, put it aside for your rep to say I got some broken ones, here they are. It seems so nickel and dime to me to do it. And as big as a retailer as we are, we sell more cigars than anybody out there as far as a brick and mortar retailer. We don't return cigars. Very, very rarely. Very rarely. And I will let them know there's a lot of damaged cigars. And they'll say, oh, we're going to guarantee it. Don't worry about a thing. No, no, no. I'm just saying it for you that next time you package them up, you may want to do something. I smoke them. I'm going to smoke the cigars anyway. I smoke cigars all day long. And we have 15 employees. 
and they can all smoke cigars all day long. So those are the ones we're going to do. Give the re- give the manufacturer a break, and if you're going to smoke the cigar, smoke the damaged one, and you know it makes it better. If you end up returning a whole bunch of cigars, that goes to their bottom line, and when you see price increases that we see every year yeah. that happens, it's based on that too. So. You're paying for it one way or the other. We're all paying for it. It's like an it. insurance policy. Yeah, so just go easy on the on the manufacturers if you if at all possible. I mean, it's so ridiculous to, you know, return three cigars. Are you crazy? You know, you just uh, if, if there's a problem, there's a problem, and they should be know about it. And at that point, you got a whole bunch of problems. Yeah, you're in business too. But, you know, nickel and dime a company for a couple of cigars, crazy. No dice. All right, that sound means we are out of time to show you didn't say which one you liked. Um, I like Barabbas. You're a Barabbas yeah. guy. Yeah, give me Barabbas. The Limitada. You're a Limitada guy, so Barry and I agree. I'm going to kill myself after the show. Barabbas. And, and you're a Barabbas All guy. Right, so split it's a two split. to two. It's a split. They're both great. So uh, I would be a say. Secondary pull, Barry. Listen, run Smoke and, both run cigars and, and tell us which one you like. Run and get the Limitada because when it's gone, it's gone, and they can't make more of them. Barabbas is going to come every single month. If you're going to have to pick one of them, I'd say get, Bar- get the uh, Limitada uh, while you can. After that, when you get a chance, get Barabbas because that's going to continue. Still on a limited amount, 33 cigars a month. Right. That's nothing. That's, that's one cigar a week, a day. Uh, that that store has to do it. And you got to look for it. There's only 33 of us, uh, so look for that also. They're making great cigars out of Costa Rica. Keep your eyes open. I'm the one that told you. Um, that's it. Uh, it's the big one, folks. The Cigar of the Year. We're going to talk about it. We're going to go over it next week. This is the real Cigar of the Year, the original Cigar of the Year. And uh, I think we got it right. And you'll see if we did uh, next week. Uh, We'll talk to gentleman Chuck Morrison live from the Super Bowl. I'm looking forward to that and looking for the Patriots to win it all and smoke cigars from the Cigar Authority next week. So remember, folks, this show and every show of the Cigar Authority is absolutely free. I was thinking of charging 99 cents and getting rich from it, but no, it's free. So don't be asking for your money back. For Mr. Jonathan, Chuck Morrison, for Barry Stein, I'm David Garofalo. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Radio Network. That's right, and when you're smoking your Barabbas, always remember, Larry, keep the lid end out of your mouth. We'll be back next week, everybody. Big show next of the week. year. Yeah, you want to know what Lenny Clark has to say about Two Guys Smoke Shop? Those two guys, the Two Guys Smoke Shop guys are the nicest guys. And I'll tell you, sometimes you go into a cigar store, you really don't know what you're looking for. It's very intimidating. And a lot of times people have a tendency to be arrogant with you, like they know it all. Not those guys. Hey, what? The guys up at the Two Guys Smoke Shop, if you're a first-time smoker or you're looking for a great, go in and see them. They'll put you at ease. They'll make you feel at home. They'll get you the best cigar you can can get for the best deal. You can't beat it. And then whenever I'm in New Hampshire again, if I'm in high-speed police chase or something, I'll stop in and have a smoke with those two guys. Why, thank you, Lenny Clark. 